This is IGN. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Combining zombies with DMZ creates intense moments as long as you're willing to grind. This is your IGN review of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 Zombies by Phil Hornshaw. Like a lot of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, this year's Zombies mode has undergone what might be described as a war zonification, forcing its traditional PvE elements into a larger, more open map. But as popular as the Warzone side of Call of Duty, or in this case, the extraction shooter mode DMZ might be, mixing it together with Zombies has had the effect of diluting both. This is less a new take on zombies than it is a DMZ reskin, with disparate elements cherry-picked from both modes mashed against one another and made to kiss. If you can stick with it long enough to reach high-difficulty areas and top-level content, it can take you to some excellent, intense moments. But its huge size and the slow pace created as a result often makes it feel at odds with what was fun about zombies in the past. Operation Deadbolt, the name for Modern Warfare 3 Zombies mode, takes place on a version of the upcoming Warzone map of Urzikstan. Gone are the usual wave-based battles through smaller, dedicated maps that you explore and unlock as you go. Instead, the moment-to-moment gist of the mode is almost exactly what you encounter in DMZ. You and two squadmates head into the map, search for cool stuff and complete activities called contracts to earn money to buy upgrades and items, and call a helicopter to escape with your loot before you're either overwhelmed by enemies or the 45-minute match timer expires. In the early going, apart from the zombies themselves and a few familiar temporary power-ups and perk colas, this zombies mode doesn't feel much like zombies at all. The openness of DMZ lets you choose your battles, and it's that approach that defines Operation Deadbolt, but it lacks one fundamental piece of what makes DMZ fun, a player-versus-player element. There are always around 24 other players in an Operation Deadbolt match, but you can only interact with them cooperatively. You have to appreciate that trolls will be denied the thrill of the hunt, but it also removes an element of danger from mindless enemies. You'll pick your way across the map to take on strongholds full of computer-controlled mercenary soldiers or complete small, objective-based contracts that can earn you money to spend on perks or weapon upgrades. You generally decide which encounters to take on and when, and only venture further inland to areas designated with a higher difficulty once you're fully prepared. Without the PvP aspect, the lower difficulty area and activities of Operation Deadbolt end up being pretty easy and pretty dull as a result. While the DMZ and Zombies elements sometimes work against each other, when they do come together, Operation Deadbolt can be a lot of fun. 
running around looting buildings only to discover too late that one houses a powerful special monster like the tentacled mimic is exciting and harrowing. Sweeping a mercenary stronghold room by room makes for some thrilling firefights, especially with the knowledge that zombies are likely creeping up behind you as you do. Zombies focused spins on contracts where you complete small events like defending a location against the hordes or fighting through mercenaries to defuse missiles before they launch can be fun as the difficulty ramps up, so long as you make the effort to vary your choices frequently to avoid too much repetition. The trouble is that Operation Deadbolt is so uneven, requiring you to build up to the fun by choosing the right activities and holding back from anything too difficult until you have the gear to handle it. A lot of time is spent on preparation, looting, and earning money by repeating easy contracts to power yourself up so you can risk venturing into the areas that are actually entertaining. And while the risk of death adds necessary tension to more dangerous expeditions, scouring the map for equipment to get yourself back to where you were after a loss is a big, boring time suck. Operation Deadbolt's attempts to reanimate Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 Zombies mode by merging it with the machinery of DMZ isn't always successful, but it's not an inherently bad idea. When you start hitting on the right combinations of difficulty, planning, and random chance, it leads to fun, intense moments that leverage some of the best ideas from both. But what's fun here is frequently undercut by way too much time spent grinding for gear needed to survive the intense enemies in the center of the map, busy work story objectives, and crashes that can kill any desire to play. Operation Deadbolt has great moments of tough battles against gross monsters that had me full of panic and dread, but only if I was willing to put in a lot of time and effort to make them happen. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 Zombies IGN score? 6. Thanks for listening to IGN. My name is Tony Jackson, and for the latest Call of Duty updates, visit us at IGN.com. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.